1993, Hollywood Pictures released a Mario movie that was so bad it took nearly 30 years to get another one. That film took inspiration from Die Hard, Mad Max, and Blade Runner, three R-rated films. Joffe, Morton, and Jankel agreed their approach to adapting the video game should follow the darker tone popularized by the 1989 Batman and the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Clearly, these guys were not familiar with the Mario games, which were known for being bright, colorful, and cheery. Luckily, decades later, luckily, decades later, the Minions' daddy teamed up with Mario's mommy to make the movie we've been waiting for all our lives. Today on the show, we're talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Hello and welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin the Duke, and alongside me is... Saf, and with me is... Keith, and with me is... I am Pale, and today's episode is featuring beer from Dot and Line Brewing and Four Day Ray, and we are talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Wahoo! That was my Chris Pratt. All right. Pale and I are drinking Stoned Fruit Wheat Ale from Dot and Line Brewing Company. This is a wheat ale with peach, plum, <gasps> and mango. Princess and it comes peach. in at 5.3% ABV, which for some dumb reason I did not put on our document. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you blew it. I was like, what? I where's, screwed it up. Where's our IBUs, our ABVs? There you go. Ah, much better. So, as Saf said, peach is in here. Peaches, 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 peaches <laughs> are all in here, as well as the mango and the plum. So, if we look at the can, which is hilarious, we see Princess Peach, the mango and the plum all baked out of their minds, <laughs> as they are the stoned fruit. We got the wisps of the smoke in the background, the wheat coming across the front, Nice little blue background or purple, 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 purple. background. Bloodshot eyes. I'm looking at my eyes. own screen, so it doesn't work. <laughs> With the bloodshot stoned eyes. It uh, kind of looks like a uh, Cappy got into those fruits. It does. <laughs> like it does that's look what a I like. Cappy. Like right there, I was like, I can kind of see it. Like if you, you know what Cappy looks like, I can see it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So he's trying to turn into a peach. You kind of throw a mustache on him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the stone fruit text, it looks like uh, Flintstones. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's a cool can. Yeah, I like it I a lot. It. Dot and Line does good work, can-wise. I say, being a designing company or a mm-hmm. printing company, I would hope. They got some pretty cool labels. No threat of copyright there, because they create their own. Yep. On the side of the can, it says they use CTZ hops, two-row wheat, flaked wheat, pale grain, and a U.S. Oh, five yeast. I don't know any of that. Except, well, I do know <laughs> all of it except for the yeast. <laughs> cool. Looking at the beer, it's peachy. It's very light yellow, in mine at least, even with the naked eye. It's not that pale, but well, compared downst- to pales. <laughs> yeah, downstairs in the good light, 
I could see how pale it was. And then coming up here in the darkness, it now looks like orange, like much like a mango orange. I'd say probably get over here somewhere around that range. Not too orange, but not too yellow, not too pale. Because you get into tails, tails, and then you're talking like orange range. Mm-hmm. Or too orange, I should say. Yeah, up here, it looks like a star fox. But downstairs, it was get over here. So I'm going to believe what I saw earlier. Yeah. All right. Cool. We don't have a peach peach up there, so. <laughs> but nothing she has is peachy, so. She's nothing more to pink. compare. That's true. She is pink. All right, what are you getting on the nose, Pale? Maybe it's her blonde hair. Ah, Peach's blonde hair. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Mm, a little mm. dank. A little, yeah, a little dank. Very grainy, like like the flaked wheat grain smell. Um, don't get much sm- of the fruit, though. No, not at all. I don't it smells th- like dot and line, like when you walk in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smells like the brewery, so mm-hmm. definitely getting hints of that. Mm-hmm. Even in the can. But I think that's just that dankness that they added. I feel like I'm sniffing like a bowl of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Get all those grains up your nose. Yeah, it's got a, uh, I don't, a weird smell. Yeah, it's just it's not, dank and bready or not even bready, but ricey. Yeah. As like, you said. Yeah. Malty. Malty. Yeah. We're not familiar with that because everything. No, it's a unique smell for sure. Everything we try is like coffee chocolate or fruit hop. yeah, like yeah hop. super hopped super hoppy there's no hop smell at all obviously it's a wheat ale so oh yeah mm-hmm. with some fruits so is it fruity smelling at all no not they're even not very the fruits that they chose no they're not the tropical ones maybe mango a little bit but yeah, yeah i was gonna say probably mango is the only thing even peach doesn't smell a whole lot and plum certainly doesn't all right let's drink hmm i can get the plum a little bit of mango and the peach, but it's not fruity and it's not bitter and it's not hoppy and it doesn't even <laughs> taste weedy. So I'm like, I don't know what this is. Is it sour? No. Mm. You're Maybe a, a little. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of sourness. It's like, this is a, a fruited ale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of those Sun King beers they've been trying. Yeah. They've been doing some weird stuff. Oh, there was a wheat that I drank. Oh, what's that beer called? Um, like Shock Top? Oh, like way back in the day. Shock Top back in the day, yeah. <laughs> like maybe take, like cut cut back on the orange a little bit and it's like a, tastes like a Shock Top to me. Okay. I can get that. But yeah, I'm getting a little bit of sourness. Like there's a little bit of like a dry characteristic to it. Um, Like if you take enough sips, you can... You can get the mango, the peach, and the plum, but it's very faint. It's definitely not like a feature in the beer. It's more wheat ale, yeah, and it, it sticks to that pretty closely with like the fruitiness, like kind of like trickled in. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a stone fruit wheat ale. Mm-mm. I mean, it's not very fruity, but the more you drink it, like you said, pale, the more the flavor does come out a little bit more, but... I don't get the whole stone part. It's just a wheat ale, a fruited wheat ale. Mm-hmm. Because those are three stoned fruits. This, the, those are considered th- stone fruit. Stone oh, fruits are peach or mango because they have the pit. Oh, they the, got pit the pit. In the that would That's make sense right. then. See, I don't eat fruit. Okay. So. 
Oh, I thought that was obvious. No. <laughs> mm, you'd be surprised. You were some like a <laughs> hemp strain in there, like Matt Anthony's been doing some other breweries. Yeah, that's what I was fully expecting. Is that what the CTZ is? I don't know. Is that the hop? I think that's just a hop varietal. That's like Chinook, Tomahawk, and Zaka or something like that. He's <laughs> hoping for yeah. a little more dankness. Yeah, I was thinking to be expecting more dankness too. It came through on the nose more than the taste. Yeah, I feel it's... like those fruits would be better with like a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Uh, CTZ stands for Columbus, Tomahawk, and Zeus. <clears throat> You're on the right track. I, I failed, though. I got one out of three correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would have failed two out of three. You're right, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> That's still only 66%. No, it's definitely unique. I'm curious, what uh, what are the folks on Untapters say? Not much. There's only a few people on there. Yeah, there's uh, 40 total check-ins at a three and a half. And I haven't seen a single word written. I, I got, I've scrolled down past the Seymour. I'm pretty much at the back of the beginning. I see Sean Mullen said, nice crushable wheat, dominant wheat profile with light and subtle, subtle fruit undertones. And he gave it a three and a half. And that's kind of what I'm picking up by your tastings. Let's say good old... Uh... Stout boss, you skipped over him. I don't have him as a friend, but he should be on the description. I may if you look through everybody. Him, yeah. uh, but old stout boss says nondescript. Gave it a three, so he's not wrong. It's just kind of like on par with what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I went from Caitlin P saying very acidic, no super discerner- discernible fruit flavors, but wheat base is solid and crushable. She gave it a 375 or 350, somewhere in the between. <laughs> She's a prime member or whatever it's called, so she chose whatever she wanted. I got one more. Chris Alpha, biggest drawback for people that are asked to return to the office is that during remote work, they got used to farting at the desk without any worries. Three and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I didn't read it before I read it, so... I thought it had something to do with the beer. It was just a long sentence. So I was like, oh, this is a good description. Finally, someone said something. <laughs> yeah, I put my phone away. There was no sense. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't much That's it. I'm, I got all the way to the end. Yeah. I passed out bus on the way. Let's go. I gave this one a three and a half. I said, a good wheat ale with a tiny hint of fruit, getting some dank on the smell, but that did not come through in the taste. So definitely a... Unique beer, like Keith said, something that we're not you, you don't usually have on the show, so it was a nice change of pace. I don't think it's something that I would go after if I'm at dot and line. Like if I'm if I need to choose like a flight to put together, I probably would pass over this and do something different. Uh, do like a stout or a a nipa, or maybe even try one of their s- sours that. I kind of like trying from time to time. Like monster slurries or whatever they're the, called. Monster sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah. would probably try one of those instead. Yeah. I can't say too much for the, uh, their monster sauces and whatnot. Cause just the idea of sours kind of turned me off, but I imagine like this would be a sour beer, just not fully sour. Like if you would make this more sour, that's what I imagine what a sour beer would be. But mm-hmm. I do like solid wheat ales and, haven't really had one in a long time. 
This stands alone as just a wheat ale to me with a little hint of fruit. If they made the fruit a little bit more prevalent, you know, maybe it'd go up a bit in my book. But I mean, it's still a solid beer, easy enough to drink. If I'm there, just wanted a pint, that's not nine and a half to 14 and a half percent alcohol and just wanted something quick, easy on a hot day. I'd reach for this. No problem. But like Pale said, I'd probably try something else there. But still a good solid beer to drink that you can drink a lot of because it does go down pretty easy. Um, so I gave this one a 3.75. It's not bad. It ain't good, but it ain't bad. It ain't bad, but it ain't good. <laughs> All right. We have ourselves four day Ray. I like that. Uh, we picked this one because it's a red can with blue lettering. And there's a cap in the front of it. Nice. Very prominent hat. Nice. So this one's clearly Mario. So Cowboy Mario. Cowboy Mario. Uh, it comes in at 6.5% ABV, 40 IBUs, which is the Crush 40 of the Sonic the Hedgehog's composer's band on our Geek IBU rating scale. I like that is a rotating hop, double, double, <laughs> double dry hop, juicy IPA series, flavors and aromas of tropical fruit, pineapples, tangerines, and peaches. Finishes smooth and dry with a slight dankness. So we have peaches in both of our things. Imagine that, a peach is inside a Mario beer. <laughs> um, this section of the hops, that's what is in this beer? Uh, that, if you, there's a QR code on the side of the can that says hops used, and then that's what it says. It like pulls up a, a menu and gives you that information. So when cool. you scan that, it says, Vista, flavors of stone fruit, citrus, tropical fruit, and aromas of tropical fruit, tangerine, melon, pear, green tea. Mosaic has a complex flavor and aroma profile that is most noted for its blueberry, mango, and guava, but also has aroma of citrus, pine, tangerine, and papaya. Barb Rouge, bright and del delicate aromas of Current strawberry and raspberry mixed with a zesty citrus aroma of oranges, limes, and kumquat. Kohatu aromas of a tense, fresh tropical fruit. So a lot of fruits, like pretty much every fruit you can think of is listed there, it seems like. And it seems like a lot of tropical fruits. Yes. And so, stoned fruits, so we got those too. Yeah, we're going to get stoned in the tropics. <laughs> but you already described... Basically, what was a can is ba red background, blue accents. Yep. Also on the side, it says, take the day. Let's get physical. Enjoy game day. Attend love fest. Around here, it's all about game day. So let's have some fun and get physical with this juicy IPA. We like that. And by game day, they mean it's time to play Mario. Mario time. And by love fest, they mean fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. It looks like there's like a flower with uh, a peace sign in the Love Fest logo. That's true. It's like a Woodstock type thing. Yeah. I think this is like a soccer thing. But I don't know what soccer and cowboy hats and yeah, things have to do. Amalgamation of things. You know, but I like it. So this it should be should be good. Just like that. I like that. Color wise, it's not far off from theirs, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, pretty yeah pretty thick. 
pretty goopy. <laughs> goopy, yeah, it's a hazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like goop is like the best way to describe this goop. thing. It's very goopy. It's bl- blooper. <laughs> the goop. Yeah. <laughs> they goop all over the place. Yep. I was thinking like a f- t- between Tails and Star Fox. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see the Star Fox more so than Tails, yeah. but definitely like right there. Yeah. Sticking with the video game characters. For sure. All right, nose. Oh, yeah. Follow your nose. <laughs> Wherever it gets. So this kind of smells like if you've ever had those like Tropicana twist off. Oh, yeah. Uh, things at the like in the school when they said we're going healthy and they put over sugared <laughs> yes. fruit drinks in the machines instead of soda. <laughs> there was a flavor in there that was one of my favorite ones that uh, I always ordered and we call it, it was peach papaya, hmm. and that's what this smells like. Yeah, I definitely got the papaya and some melon. Yeah, the peach too. Right. Um, so my, me and my brother call Dr Pepper peach papaya now because we don't know maybe the flavors of Dr Pepper include. Peach and papaya. There's 23 of them, yeah, you know? Yeah, sure mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. But that's what this smells like, and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's really good nose. quite pleasing. And it doesn't smell like it's going to burn, which is, you know, one of the things oh, that you kind light. of... Yeah, you're like, oh, man, this, when I drink this, this is going to go right down. <laughs> so, I guess we'll just put that to the test. All right, is it going to go right down? I'd say it went down pretty good. There's a nice little after bitterness. Mm-hmm. But the, there's a, that fruit flavor really comes through. Yeah, it's like one of those weird, weird flavors where it goes up when you take the sip, mm-hmm. drops immediately, and then just like ramps back up like a roller coaster. Because because like when you swallow, you're like, oh well, that's it's already over. Yeah. But then yeah. got that aftertaste. Like, oh yeah, that's it's still going on, which is good. Um, I don't taste a whole lot of the fruits though. Yeah, they all kind of blend together into one Mm -hmm. just juice. (laughs) Like, it's hard to pick any specific fruit out in the flavor, just that it is fruity. Yeah. There's a little bit of like a acidic burn. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's the pineapple and a little bit of a sweetness to it. So maybe the mango or the papaya. I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, But that's pretty much it. I don't taste any peaches. I don't really taste anything other than those things. But I mean,. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'm trying to find the green tea type flavor. And there's like a hint of, I don't know if it's green tea, but like it kind of makes me think of that. Oh, yeah. I get that. Like it's a matcha. Matcha tea. Yeah. Without, <laughs> without the cream. <laughs> without the cream. It appears a little creamy, but not the same kind of cream. Yeah. It's like smooth, very smooth. Yeah. Uh, secret time. I've never had matcha tea. Really? I drink so much green tea though i've never had matcha tea. i'm not a big fan of matcha it tastes like dirt i love matcha because <laughs> i love dirt i, I don't like tea <laughs> there there, no. there it is yeah, but I, no, like dirt. But I like dirt with my matcha i have to add a little bit of like vanilla to it yeah to sweeten it yeah oh just to yeah, cut love, through that dirt taste I, I i love matcha but i have to add stuff to it so, it doesn't taste like <laughs> so you don't taste it <laughs> right <laughs> All right, what do we got on the the untapped? Anybody looking at that? The untapped machine out of 518 ratings comes in at a 3.75. But that's funny because there's a thousand check-ins to it, but only 518 people rated it. So 3.75. And one friend that we all have in common, old George, George Adele. George Landis. 
George Landis. There Let's we go. Let's go, George. George friend gave it <laughs> friend of the show. Four and a half. Whoa. Didn't say anything, but he gave it a four and a half. But he was sitting next to Dustin or with Dustin because you were tagged in it. So he yeah. liked that. He did like that. Here's the problem. He's not going to hear this shout out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> He's still catching up. <laughs> no, he, he listens to the new ones. And then backtracks when he's done with the new ones, but he's not seen this movie, so he skips. The, all, yeah, until he, mm. oh, he skips I'm, all the spoilies. He doesn't ever want to get a spoilie, so yeah, he that just skips sense. them. I mean, it's how I would do it. I've, there's several episodes of other podcasts that I listen to mm-hmm. that they're on stuff that I would not. I don't want to listen to because of spoilies, like Tears of the Kingdom spoilies. No, thank you. I will play the game and then I'll check out your podcast later. Yep. Yeah, get played is did Tears of the Kingdom this month, and I'm like, that's the only episode I haven't listened to yet because I'm like, dude, I, I at least got to start the game before I listen to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're giving you enough spoilies. Um, all right, I have th- I have four friends. Um, George is one of them. Uh, B or M, B Man's Place 2.0, nothing, but he gave it a 325. Kyle T, nothing, but gave it a 375. And then Aaron B, nothing, but gave it a three and a half. Hmm. So I surround myself with the right kind of people. Nobody writing (laughs) check-ins. How I like it. Just a bunch of Dustins. Yeah, I like that. I had one friend that said nothing. Brad P, 375. A couple of randos going through. Rob Q, trying the new Jeter method. Might help the day after. No idea what that means. Beer's good. Might be better on draft. Gave it a three point seven five. Uh, just an update. Break in the in the show. This was canned 8-30-2022. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> probably purchase soon thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the older ones that we have for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still pretty good. Yeah, I I have no complaints. No, not at all. Jim H says, not a lot of hazy, comes off more towards a WC. Earthiness from the mosaic gave it a 3.75. Did he compare it to a water closet? That's I, the only thing I can think of. I don't know I'm, what else WC stands for. Or West Coast. West white, Coast. I'm yeah. thinking White Claw. <laughs> That's where my brain went. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you? Oh, the White Claw. <laughs> wow. West Coast IPA West would Coast, be my guess. I feel like any of our three <laughs> would suggestions would have worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody likes to say anything about this beer. Kimberly, Miss Negative, more like a mimosa that was missing something. Gave it a 1.5. A m- m- what was it missing? Like the champagne? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the orange juice? <laughs> There's not really much There's... there. That... Right. That you I can mean, take it away. Has... Bubbly. She's missing the bubbles, I think, because it has a uh, fruit flavor. It has alcohol. It's missing bubbles. <laughs> it's it's a oh. flat mimosa. <laughs> okay. So there's not uh, enough geez. champagne. Probably. Yeah. It's a beer mosa. A beer mosa. Beer mosa. Beer mosas. They do have those. Mm-hmm. Super citrusy, says Patrick. 4.25. Refreshing, fruity, hoppy, hazy IPA drink on a warm spring day, said Andy. Gave it a four. Ooh, here we go. Chris Dub. Looking forward to finishing a fresher one. Realized when I got home, this one's been sitting there a while. I think you got to beat like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a hot second. 
damn near a year. That's okay. I did check it in, though. Yep, I'm about so to hit right. submit as well. All right. This might surprise you, but I gave it a four. I said for being canned in August of 2022, uh, or yeah, it's August of 22, I find it rather delightful. It's on the cusp of being light enough uh, as to be a lawnmower beer, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of heaviness at the end that doesn't quite make it a lawnmower beer, but I could totally see myself just wolfing down uh, four of these after I get done in my yard. Like, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything of this beer that would stop me from doing that. I, I, th- I find it rather delightful. It's not over the top, like, wonderful. Yeah. But I, I still think it's definitely a four range. And if this is a variant or uh, a rotating, they said it was like a rotating. Yeah, it says rotating hop series on the can. Yeah. So, like, I welcome this. Bring it. We don't have oh, yeah. anything I like, like more this anymore. Like you know? this. I. Just went a little bit lower. I gave it a 375. I didn't want to copy Dustin for once. Uh, I think it's got a lot of hot, uh, fruity flavor, and that's great. But there's like this little bitterness or little aftertaste that I'm that's lingering in my mouth. That's the only negative that's keeping it out of the four range. So if there something they could tweak, I don't know. Maybe there's too many fruits and it's just like overpowering or something. But that's really my only complaint. But it's yeah, I agree. Like I could drink a bunch of these. It's nice and crisp and cold, so it's going down real fast on this ninety degree weather. Yeah, and for being like forty IBUs or was like six something uh, ABV. Yeah, I don't taste it. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of the hoppiness uh, leading to a higher IBU. I can taste that, but everything seems to be going down real smooth. Quickly, probably as quickly. I know my yours is almost gone. Mine right behind you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it is only a twelve ounce, so it's not yeah. a sixteen ounce can. So it'll that's, go down a little faster true. that way, for sure. Mario time. Yep, it's a Mario time. We are taking this minor break to remind you all that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok at Drink In Geek Out. Most of our socials are done through Instagram. We try to uh, do trickle down a post to twitter and facebook if you want to get a hold of us uh or see what we're doing instagram is going to be the best thing for you tiktok is just gonna be fun we're not going to try to be super serious about it uh but you can find some of our brewery trips and uh our craft beer that we've been brewing ourselves on the tiktok you can also find us on our website drinkinggeekout.com there we have our geek srm our geeky abuse our show notes and other links to find out you know more about us or how to contact us. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yes, I know you're currently listening to us, but what if you need a new venue? I'm sure we got one just for you. We got merch, t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, and more on Threadless at drinkingeekout.threadless.com and on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash store slash drinkingeekout. We do have a Patreon. It's not super active, but we do have uh, levels of support that you could help us with. Uh, starting with like the super geek that gets you a shout out on the show and up to the uber geek we have pretty much forces us to dedicate an episode to you and there's plenty of rewards in the middle uh, as you grow up different tiers you do not have to support us to listen to the show but anything helps since we are free and will continue to be free to provide you the best beer content and geek content out there and now back to the show 
All right, back to the topic, which is the reason why we're all here, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, and it's on streaming services now, so if you didn't go see it in the movie theater like me, and you waited for it to come to Amazon, you can uh, actually watch that now, which is yeah, uh, rather we, fantastic. That's what we like to do. We wait until everybody gets a chance to see it before we start, because we're going to spoil it and talk about the whole oh, thing yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, for sure. You have to have seen the movie if you want to be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. For sure. The film features an origin story for the brothers Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario, <laughs> Italian American plumbers who are. Wait, trans- I think you watched the the live action one. Oh, <laughs> I, I did. They're in New York City. They get teleported. It's the same movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they're Italian American plumbers who are transported to an alternate world. And become entangled in a battle between the Mushroom Kingdom, led by Princess Peach, and the Koopas, led by Bowser. As simple as that is, that's pretty much the plot of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the plot of the game. I mean, they didn't really go outside of the box too much. They just kind of... It's pretty straightforward. I like that it's only 90 minutes, and it's, like, fun Mm -hmm. for once. (laughs) Exactly. Good good for Straight to the point. Yeah, yeah, and for pretty straightforward, kids. and for the adults. Yeah, adults I do, I do like too. the the major part of this film is not in the quote unquote plot description because that would have been like a big spoiler for watching the movie. So it's yeah, very fantastic. The <laughs> Mario and Peach go and plead and beg the Kongs for help. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. It doesn't even mention the Kongs at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, and there's the whole great uh, Mario Kart scene that they yes. Do. <laughs> So good. Some of the characters that are in this movie and the actors that play them, we got Chris Pratt as Mario, Anna Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day played himself, <laughs> Louis <laughs> Day, uh, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan Michael Key, no, Keegan Michael Key, excuse me. It's <laughs> Keel and Peel. Putting them all together. Yeah. Keegan Michael, Michael Key as Toad, person. who is very high pitched, um, <laughs> Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, again himself. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Sebastian Maniscalco, Scalco? Scalco. I, I don't know who that is, as Spike, and Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. I loved his voice. King Cooper. Yeah, he did a great job. And Charles Martinet as a couple of characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including the, the father. The yeah. father. The father. Mm-hmm. And, and the wrecking crew dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was also the, the plumber that was in the playing the the video game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the okay. very beginning, that's, like, the, that's Jumpman, the original. Like he's yeah. playing Donkey Kong, but he has also the character in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's tons of Easter eggs like that throughout the whole movie, which is great. Little mm-hmm. nods to the games. You have to probably watch the movie ten times to catch all the little references. Yeah. I know. I kept like pointing at the screen. I'm like, oh, that's from that's that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Allison did that to me. Uh, she was like. Was there a Donkey Kong racing game, or is that just uh, mm-hmm. Mario Diddy Kart? Kong. I'm like, yes, Diddy Kong racing. Yep, for sure. And then, like, obviously, it like transitioned to Mario Kart with the whole uh, Rainbow Road, but it was clearly Diddy Kong racing. Yeah, them like building the carts and all like that. That seems to have stemmed from them. This whole like Mad Max Fury Road situation yeah. going on yeah. there. She, 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 Allison even said that. She's like, what the hell? This is like Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a spark towards the end of the movie? 
Like when they were like locked up in the cages? In the cage, yeah. The spark okay. was in it. The suicidal spark. The lun- lumas or whatever they're yeah. called? The very weird depressed mm-hmm. spark. <laughs> yes. Our only escape now is the sweet, of, embrace sweet release of, of death. Of death. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a kid's show. <laughs> I guess that's like the director's daughter or that did that voice. Oh, mm. That's frightening. Yes. She did a great job. She yeah. did. Uh, I will say, going through these character lists, I don't believe I had any issue with Chris Pratt as the Mario as much as everyone else did. Yeah. I got invested really early with the whole Mario and Peach thing. They sounded just fine. Right. I think it, Anya did really well. Mm-hmm. I think it fit the movie. I like that they did, like, he does the vo- the Mario voice in the commercial at the beginning. And then he kind of drops it and he's like, was the voice too much? Like just to reference, like, yeah. so at least yeah. it's part of the movie. But I think, yeah, hearing that voice the whole time may have been annoying, but who knows for an hour and a half listening to yeah. the I, fake I, Italian I, accent. But the fake Brooklyn accent is pretty bad too. But yeah, I, I kind of stopped hearing it after a while and I was just all along for the ride. Yeah, I, I'm actually more inclined to listen to somebody wad up a piece of paper and throw it in their mouth and act like they're speaking Br- uh, Brooklyn accent yeah. more than trying to be overly fake making oh, yeah. an Italian accent that's just like borderline offensive stereotypes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, honestly, I don't think I could have sat there and listened to that for the entire movie. If it was, if like he'd basically, if like, okay, so it wasn't Charles, if it wasn't Charles and it was still Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt did the overlay top Italian American yeah. accent the entire time. I probably would not have made it through it. Right. <laughs> Just get the guy that does the voice to do it at that point. Yeah, and I still I don't still don't think I would have listened all the way yeah. through. I'm like, this is this is too much. Like I'm not a not a fan. Like cut over and dub in Bob Haskins if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just can't. <laughs> so so I'm happy with what the the end product is for those. Charlie Day's voice for Luigi. It's just, <laughs> I liked it. He's I, just, I, I mean, he's it. just doing his voice, but it, it fits. It, it's like kind of high. It was just an gravelly. amped up Charlie Day from. Mm. Oh, it's always sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or every other movie of these in. Yeah. yeah, he's only got one voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, could have worked as a toad. Right. Yeah, I think every other person on this list was perfect for their role. They sounded wonderful, except for Donkey Kong. Why did you have the Seth Rogen laugh? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was the worst part. Oh my, oh. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like, don't... Like, you're being serious this entire time. Like, you're yeah. like, what are you doing? Get up, girl, I'm gonna beat you up. And then you have the... <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it! <laughs> you just ruined it! <laughs> I like their little rivalry, though, just to like throw back to when they were, he yeah. was, they were enemies, and st- yeah, that's all fine and dandy. I liked it quite a bit, and like the fact that Mario just barely got him with the one up, you know, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> barely beat him. Oh, you Those- got the cat. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely couldn't recognize Keegan Michael Key. No, I think they do the- pitch him up a little bit, so it's not like his. I feel like, like they, pit, yeah, they pitched him up a little bit, and they brought Jack Black like down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they maybe. Did. I know they he did. can do a pretty deep voice, though. Yeah, I felt like they did because in the singing parts they left it alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he sounds yeah. more like himself. 
Uh, I think the only person on this list that I couldn't tell who it was, other than Keegan-Michael Key, obviously, was Fred Armistan. Or Armisen. <laughs> yeah, I really... You really got to pay attention and listen to hear Fred Armisen. Well, his mannerisms are so Fred <laughs> yeah. Armisen. I, I, I've talked to Saf about this earlier. I think I'm it's like, on I knew, if, uh, right? I'm like, it's Fred. It's literally him doing every character he's done, too. He's like a different voice a little guy bit in real life. But I could like, pick up on it. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit when we did our like little intro, five minute, five minute thing episode. Yeah. While Dustin was out of the room, we'll, I guess we'll just add that onto the end of this episode uh, after we do the outro. Just tag that like extra five minutes on for our little. It'll be like our initial thoughts or whatever. There you go. That we talked about just a few minutes while Dustin was out of the room. Well, I wrote down a few of my favorite moments. If you want to go through just like favorite moments and you guys sure. can pepper yours in or just glom onto mine. It's probably the same. So. <laughs> yeah. The, I, but yeah, I picked a lot of the main ones, but there's probably other things we'll think of as we're going. But kind of sort of in order, the plumbers commercial that they did at the beginning, we kind of yep. mentioned that they do the, the Mario rap from the cartoon show, which yep. is awesome to bring that back. Uh, and then them commenting on the commercial and like... The van also has like the new Super Mario Brothers logo mm-hmm. as like their plumber logo. Mm-hmm. Love that. And then there's like a side scrolling part of the movie where they're like running to the plumber. They get a call and they have to like run across yeah, and they do yeah. like a side scrolling thing. Well, and Mario's you know, like. It was at level 1 1, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Like if it you was, look at it, you could see like there's blocks that look yep. exactly. It was the, the same th- jumping pattern for level <laughs> 1 1. They snuck <laughs> in there. So I'm like, that yeah. is cool. It's, it's funny because like Mario was just like flying through it and Luigi was just like running stumbling. into shit, stumbling through it. It's because Luigi didn't exist in that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's only so if we, you were the second player. And the second player was usually like your little brother or something that yeah. doesn't know how to play the game well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I say about the least favorite part of this movie is how Francis is a fucking dick of a dog, <laughs> right. and they get yes. blamed for the dog destroying the bathroom. All on the dog, yeah. bad dog owner. They had mm-hmm. that sink fixed in like two seconds, and then the fucking dog <laughs> came and destroyed the whole bathroom. The whole bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to get sucked into that pipe somehow. Right, Allison's like, how is it? There. How is it their fault? Fuck that dog. <laughs> Why'd you let the dog in the bathroom with them? I know. It's so weird. Then a, once he goes to Mushroom Kingdom, he goes through that like pipe maze and he keeps like popping out here and popping out over here and like mm-hmm. jumping over Goombas. And I loved all the sound effects there. And the it was like the classic Mario theme playing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the music is just great all across the board. <sighs> it was so good. Yeah, I literally could have probably just like stopped paying attention. And just listened. Yeah, close your and eyes and just let it have been fall just over fine. Yeah. The noises, little Toad Town and Village, and which is pretty reminiscent of all the the modern day games. Because I know, like in Paper Mario, you have the whole Toad Town Village. I got those kind of vibes. Yeah, outside when he goes the castle, go into the one of the stores. The uh, the Mario the theme, three. Yes, that theme from the Mario three plays. Yeah. <laughs> Was it that one? No. It's, it's that like that. One? I think it's a little faster than that. They get to the then there's the training system. montage with yeah. Peach and Mario. That's a great scene with him learning how to platform. Yep. 
I like I that just, they give him the mushroom and then he gets bigger because that's what happens. That doesn't yeah, really yeah. he doesn't do that in the games anymore. Right. That was a great callback. I like the fact that he never actually successfully won. Yeah, he gets all the way to the end and she's like, hey. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see your heart. That'll You've do. You've been trying at this all day. And night. Mm-hmm. And I like Peach characters. Like, people were kind of mad that she wasn't just, like, the kidnapped princess and, like, she actually well, she had... she was good. Yeah, I like that they updated it in a way. Yeah. Like, and she's she... in charge of her kingdom, so... Yeah. And she was... <laughs> my favorite part is coming up <laughs> and i'll talk about it later <laughs> uh. it's just her on the motorbike <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next it, we kind of mentioned it already about peaches just the song that jack black does as oh. bowser is really good and i i read about or in an interview of jack black i saw that they hit, wanted him just to do like a little like three lines that we see in the beginning of the movie or the middle of the movie. And he's like, if I'm going to do a song, I'm going to do a song. Right. And he like asked Kyle, his partner from Tenacious D if it was okay. Cause they usually do music together. And he's like, they asked me to do this song and then they worked on it a little bit together, I think. Mm. And I think it turned out great. And there's like yeah. a cool music video that goes along with it. If you yep. look on YouTube. That's so cool. I was singing it. Yeah, after really watching the movie, <laughs> the children are like, you know that song? I'm like, who doesn't? It's amazing. I sing it to Logan all the time, and he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, he hates my singing anyways. So. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like a lullaby. You sing it to him. Before <laughs> sleep. I sure when I go, peaches, we go peaches. bedtime, like, peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> <laughs> the only song that I know with peaches in it is from President of the United States of America. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Peaches for me. <laughs> to which you should ask your kids, do you know that song? Do you know the original peach? <laughs> yeah. Peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man. <laughs> it's like a, a peaches and cream song, too, that town. I... Yeah. Uh, it's like a rap song. Yeah. Peaches and cream. I don't know the words, obviously. But yeah, you you knew more of it than I did. I just kind of remembered that name yeah. of it. Uh, then there's this whole Smash Brothers part with the Donkey Kong Mario fight. It's just basically just a level of Smash Brothers, which was mm-hmm. another nice reference. Yep. And then lastly, I have the Mario Kart scene. Like, All right. I was kind of. I thought they could have waited and put that in the next movie, but there's plenty of other shit they can reference. Oh, yeah. There's 40 years or whatever of Mario that they have to pull from, so using that in the first movie is not that big of a deal, now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. Definitely like the Mad Max vibe with uh, the Koopas coming and attacking them. (laughs) The part I was referencing was Peach on the motorbike. Allison was like, that ass, though. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So Peach favorite. is thick. thick. Peach couple thick. C's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like the, I wouldn't say this is like my favorite moment, but like when they jump onto the Rainbow Road and they get blown off the Rainbow Road and fall through their quote mm-hmm. unquote death, it's literally just like. It happens in the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the like, time. Where's the little guy that comes and grabs you and puts you back up the on the road? Oh, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's when the guy with the cloud comes. Yeah, he's on my right. shirt. 
was there ever a whale? I thought it was the the eel from I thought like it was Nintendo sixty four is what I thought, but it didn't quite look like it. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure either. I saw that. I was like, I don't know yeah, this reference. Like, That's like the a... first thing I thought of. I'm like, it's the Me eel too. from sixty four. And then when he spit him out, I'm like, wait, he doesn't really look like that. But okay, yeah, it's like the Joan of Arc, you know, like eaten by the whale. I thought it was going to be that dinosaur guy from sixty four that you kind of ride around in the caves. Oh yeah. A little Lapras looking yeah. Pokemon thing. But he's in, uh, didn't he come back in Mario 3D World, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you ride, ride him in that game too. They changed his color though. I think he's orange in that one because he was blue in 64. You're right. But there might be multiple colored ones because I think different levels might have different colored uh, ones, different but I don't ones. remember. That's true. Yeah. In in the new game. Right. Uh, one moment that is not on this list, uh, probably worth bringing up is gotta save brooklyn and they get the the star power oh yeah that's great that final battle is awesome yeah the star power scene is just fantastic because they're literally like i remembered it now i tried to remember it at the beginning of the episode yeah and so they they're like in sync and there's like fighting and they're like pow pow kicking the shit out of and no worries i'm like that's how that's exactly how i play the game when i have the star power just doing everything i can it's wonderful. We mentioned, well, I mentioned we all kind of talked about the music is so great in the game. I was going to like bring examples and how they like stole from, not stole, but you know, Koji Kondo kind of worked on the music with Brian Tyler. Brian Tyler is a guy that comes up a lot in Spookin' with Saf. He does like the Scream music, he does Fast and the Furious music. He does a lot of like big blockbusters. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did one of the Thor movies too. Yes, he did. He did like. Ages of Ultron too, and a bunch of yeah. that stuff. So, uh, but I'm not going to get into that. I'll maybe I'll put this link in the show notes, or if Dustin remembers. But there's a guy on YouTube that does like a 30 minute video of like every there's 100 references of different songs that wow breaks down like the whole movie and all the references from previous games. So he does a way better job than I could. <laughs> but sounds yeah. like a D Ghost uh, episode happening soon. <laughs> yeah, I go. just recommend checking that video out if you want to deep dive on the music but that i mean that's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is just all of the samples they use from the games and the one thing they fucked up is they use the donkey kong rap but they don't uh the composer of that is not in the credits Mm -hmm. yeah just the first part of that rap but yeah the part that they have ownership over then anything other than that they'd have to credit that dude yeah i guess so getting into, or we're going to add to it? Yeah, no, I was going to read what you're about to uh, okay. so go for. It. So the really good news about this, and for me personally, kind of giving the huge middle finger to Hollywood here. <laughs> uh, as of May 15th, 2023, the Super Mario Brothers movie has grossed $536.5 million in the United States and Canada and $683.1 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $1.22 billion dollars. It is the highest grossing film of 2023 so far and became the highest grossing film based on a video game just after one week of release. It's crazy. Take that, Sonic. This is better better than Doom? I don't think so. (laughs) Sonic 3 has got a lot of expectations. The movie that knocked it out of the number one spot, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Chris Pratt. (laughs) Bought himself. Of course. So on April 21st, 
following the film's box office success, Nintendo stated they would be there would be more films based on their properties, though they did not directly confirm a sequel. Uh, sequel ideas? Question mark. Well, clearly, Galaxy. Yeah, that yes. was my first assumption too. I think I think you almost have to have some sort of like Wario Luigi. That would be great. Waluigi like type of villain. Mm-hmm. But would that come in the second or the third? Like, if they do Gra- Galaxy, I don't think they would be in that. No, movie. I know. I was just throwing different things yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be, I, yeah, be a good third one, I would think. Or if they gotta, wait until Duke Galaxy to the third one, and then just keep this more Earth focused on the f- sequel, yeah. they could do that too. Got to bring in some uh, Yoshi. I mean, we yep. saw the Yoshi A. Yes, yeah. uh, that's the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. So. Or is it a Yoshi Island spinoff? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. Because the video game series took a spinoff. Maybe they'll do yeah. Yoshi first and then spinning that off if it's good. Yeah. Introduce him in. Dinosaur Island, like the whole Super Mario World. Yes. Yeah. Turn that into the sequel and then spin that off into Yoshi's Island for yeah. its own separate movie. Like the, they what t- is it? SMCU? Super Mario yeah. Cinematic <laughs> Universe? Yes. <laughs> the MCU, it's just... Mario Cinematic Universe. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> then we got, well, we got Luigi's Mansion that I we could pull from. I would love that. Yeah. Bring that uh, on Halloween time. Yep. I would I would enjoy a Donkey Kong Country, but I don't think I would enjoy Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. There's enough to pull from there, for sure, because when they introduced all the Kongs, you got to see all the characters from the yeah. other. Dixie Kong. Diddy. Diddy. Mm-hmm. Kitty Kong in DK3. And then I did they have a couple from sixty four? I think they had like the big dude. They, they, yeah, they had like Baby there, Kong but, or whatever his yeah. name is. <laughs> like the big I saw the big guy yeah. driving. Yeah, they could do I think that would be good. A Donkey Kong movie and then add introduce King K rule as the villain. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who would play him? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He doesn't really have a voice. It'd be someone Jack Black adjacent. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be someone like him. <laughs> mm, I'm trying to think. I have a couple a voices guy. coming to my mind. But I don't like have any like names. Maybe Don Draper, who plays him? Oh, uh, Jan- John Ham. John Ham. <laughs> I was just thinking that as well. Yeah, I was thinking also Warburton, but he's oh yeah, seems... he's good. I was just gonna say Will Forte because like he fits with the cast, with, like Fred Armisen and <laughs> yeah, stuff. True. Yeah. I don't know if he'd, he'd better be one of the Kongs, not a villain. Yeah. He w- oh my god, he would make a great goofy Kong, Kong or yeah. something. Yeah, I could I could think of uh, like Andy Samberg being a Kong too. Yeah, <laughs> like one of the goofier ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? If we're gonna have a an the the MCU happening, <laughs> I feel like there would be a lot of people who'd be interested in joining because it's not like you're acting and have you don't have to like commit put yourself. As much, yeah. yeah, you don't have to put yourself through like a like a sexy routine for right. six months prior mm-hmm. and then you're locked into that body for your contract. You could be Joe Schmo with a gut, but you have a beautiful pipe on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like a actor's dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just have, using your voice. Yeah. What about the guy from Eastbound and Down? Oh, uh, Danny, oh. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Well, if you have Danny McBride, you gotta have Channing Tatum too. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, in one of the Seth Rogen movies, Danny McBride is in it as Danny McBride, and he has a gimp with him, which was 
Channing Tatum. Oh, right. That, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I've reached deep for that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I would say James Franco, but he was canceled, so I don't, <laughs> I don't see. But he's his like brother. Seth Rogen's he's brother. His br- he's his oh, brother. yeah. Well, Seth, Seth Rogen didn't rape anybody. <laughs> no, but they were like big butt, like in uh, movies yeah. together all the time. So I was like, they they could be in this movie together, but yeah. What's the other Franco's name? Dave? Dave, yeah. Maybe. Something like that. There's a lot of good stuff they could pull from. Do a Dr. Mario thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think that's got to oh, be gosh. just more of a reference than one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. that's what I mean. I didn't yeah, really mean yeah. that. It was like a whole movie. Yeah. Did I guess see them. Did you guys notice the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy drop in the Super Mario movie? Oh, with the song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At the uh, end, when they were getting getting ready for the day, they had that one song that's in Guardians from the first one. I think that was supposed to be a placeholder, and they were going to replace it with like actual Mario music. And they're like, "Oh, this fits. We'll just keep- <laughs> if we get the rights for it, then we'll yeah. use it." That's <laughs> like I have the rights. I have a lifetime rights to this song. <laughs> but I was like, "Jesus Christ, this is Guardians." <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be funny if they did the Fast and the Furious thing and introduce Wario and Waluigi as the villains in the next movie. And then they're like part of the team in the following movie. Cause that's what always happens in those movies. <laughs> like whoever the villain is, is now you're part of your family. Yes. So Mario's <laughs> all about family. Like yeah, every movie, <laughs> your family now. <laughs> there you go. Vin Diesel. He can do a uh, oh, King K rule. <laughs> I am King K rule. <laughs> I'd buy that. I can actually see that happening. Got a deep voice. I mean, with that big of a dude as yeah, the yeah, croc he is. You got to have some deep. What about Aquaman? Whatever his name is, Momoa. Momosa? Yeah, yeah. Did you say Momosa? Jason, Jason Momosa. Momosa. Jason Momosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be good. Yeah, yeah, be good. But yeah, definitely interested. Vibes. Yeah, definitely interested in Mario Galaxy. Definitely interested in Wario. Got to have a Wario. And definitely interested in Yoshi. Those are like the main ones. Obviously, as a Luigi fan, Mansion would be awesome. Yes. I wanted Mansion mo- referenced more in this movie, but... Yeah, there's kind of a little it's hint. Good, a little yeah, bit, like... Where he's running from the dry bones. Mm-hmm. With this little flashlight. And, yeah. Didn't work. We gotta get Professor Egad in there to give him the vacuum. The oh, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just thinking... Wario and the Waluigi. Who's voicing them? Danny DeVito's. You said that one time. I'm yeah, still Danny sold DeVito would that. be a good Wario. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I was thinking uh, Joe Pesci and uh, oh. <laughs> uh, what's like Robert Al- Al Pacino? What's oh name? yes. Uh, oh Marv from oh, the Wet Bandits. Oh, um, yeah, the, the Wet Bandits. Bandits. <laughs> Daniel Stern. <laughs> Daniel yeah, Stern. Daniel Stern. Yeah. So we have. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Pesci that would be Daniel's. But that would be good. <laughs> but Pesci's got done like good, recognizable acting, voices. So. I know. It's, I think David's going to come back for a kids show. <laughs> Pesci's on a show right now with Pete Davidson. Oh, he is on Peacock. Mm. And Daniel Stern was on Trill. Oh, well, sometimes they just never go away. I guess they went away for a while. Yeah, they come and go, but they go more often. Then they go eventually. <laughs> they go eventually. Um, 
Okay, so on Reddit uh, r slash Mario, there was a vote. Who would you cast as Waluigi in the possible movie sequel? And Willem Dafoe got the most votes. Oh, yeah. I could see it. He's got that like pointy chin. And so... Yeah. He's got a he's good not vo- villain goofy, voice. though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Waluigi. He'd be more he's... of a serious. Yeah. He would uh, give me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Jim Carrey got some votes. Yeah. Richard Horvitz. I don't know who that, is. who that is. Richard Horvitz. I'm going to Google it. He kind of looks like. I don't know who he looks like. Because I don't know who the fuck he is. What is he in? What would I know? <laughs> who is from? this man? No idea. Still got nothing. Is that a Power Ranger? I have no idea. Just wasting time at this point. Well, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts? Good movie. Go see it. If you're in it for a deep thinker, don't see it. <laughs> right. Have fun. Relive the nostalgia for us old folks this age. Mm, that's what it is. Take your kids. It gets better every time you watch it because you pick up more references the more you watch mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. by the third time, I I really felt like it was a really well done movie. <laughs> like the pacing slowed down a little bit for me because I yeah I it did, does seem like very fast pace. Like and it, when I feel you first like, watch it, yeah, yeah. They could have just gone world to world and done like the whole Mario thing, but it's like let's just cut to fight, get the Kongs on our side, and then go fight Bowser, and then it's over. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a fantastic movie, and I'm looking forward to Sasha Baron Conan getting cast as Luigi. <laughs> okay, very nice. He can do very nice. That's my wife. Very... <laughs> my Wario. My wife. My Wario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we all agree. Thumbs up all around. Mm-hmm. Three one ups. <laughs> three three one ups? Well, there's one-ups. four of us. <laughs> oh, sorry. And a hundred coins for me. Three plus one. Ooh, hundred coins. That's an extra star for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> extra one up. You all got green mushrooms and I got a hundred coins. So it all, it all <laughs> evens out. We're going noteless this episode. Oh, yeah. These are just our initial thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie that we're, or we've all seen. Keith saw it opening weekend. I saw it the weekend after that. Pale saw it the weekend after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we just wanted to get our, like our first reactions, I guess, recorded now that we've all seen the movie. And I loved it. Yeah, I I second that. I did too. I really didn't care so much about the story. It was nostalgia yeah, for me. Exactly. Nostalgia mm-hmm. did it, and I'm like, yes. Every time there was like a Easter egg from a game or like a sound effect that I recognized <laughs> yes. or anything, I'm like, oh, that's that. And like in a crowded theater, <laughs> and Sarah's just like uh, nodding her head along, like she, she cared. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, How was uh? So pale. You took Logan. Yes. First movie he's seen in theater? So, yes, that was the first movie he's ever seen in the movie theater. And we were a little, little hesitant about it because he's not the best child to keep... Like, sit and just, like, yeah, watch keep, something keep for an still hour and a half. For an hour and a half. Uh, but overall, he did pretty good. There was a few moments, like, he was, like, kind of slipping out of his chair and, like, kind of bouncing up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was it was kind of distracting me a little bit. <laughs> Um, and I kind of was like catching people looking over our way, like, what is this kid do- getting mm-hmm. like so excited about? And it's <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it was. I mean, he really liked it. There was a few parts where he laughed. Um, of course, I I laughed. I thought there was a lot of funny, enjoyable moments, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of references to other games, mm-hmm. Mario games that they brought into this movie that I thought was really cool. Like I thought they were trying to build up the Luigi's Mansion a little bit. Oh, I yeah, hope they that, do a Luigi's Mansion. Oh my god, they need so to do bad. a Luigi spinoff. That'd be so much fun. Charlie's Mansion. Yes, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Like that uh, should come out next year. That would be or like Hall- this Halloween. Oh, oh, yeah. I wish. I would love that. That would be good. And like the Mario Kart scenes were like awesome. They were incredible. Like, and then the Rainbow Road theme plays. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! Enter yes. that area. I'm like, that's the song from the game. Oh the mu- the music was so good because yeah, it was like it. little subtle. In inserts of like yeah. from the video games. Oh, it was they so perfect. Yeah, yeah. they took they took Koji Kondo. I, he's even like in the credits. Yep, because of the music that he created. Unfortunately, they use DK rap and they don't uh, credit the guy that cr- came up with the DK rap. Yeah, notice they didn't use the words. It was just DK Don- Donkey Kong, Kong <laughs> which they have trademarked, so they have yeah. every right to use those words. But they don't do the yeah. With the yeah, description with it. that part. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Donkey Kong kind of fell flat. They got Seth Rogen to do Seth Rogen. I'm like, he just put a joint in his hand at that yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he did a good. Like he, I, I, he, I mean, it was good because it sounds like a, a big monkey. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it I think wasn't they terrible. I think could have saved Donkey Kong, like all that for a sequel and just focused on Mario. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just like had him popping around to these other world collecting things like you do in the game essentially and they didn't need to enter even include donkey kong or mario kart because it's already only an hour and a half and then they just keep adding more elements in Mm -hmm. and it's like just like focus on the one thing and then add that in the sequel but i did like they showed diddy kong dixie kong and like in the audience who was like donkey kong country 3 that one yeah that was pretty cool and then they did show the guys from nintendo 64 they were in the shot the one i wasn't sold on i mean because it wasn't my idea of Cranky Kong. Cranky, I was thinking would be a curmudgeon old guy, but they got Fred Armisen. <laughs> I thought he, I <laughs> like, he did Armisen. good, but that wasn't my image of Cranky. Yeah, I was like yeah. expecting, I picture him. you know, like it, Mike Ermintrout or something from Breaking the, Bad to do it. The lore uh, in the games, Cranky Kong's Donkey Kong's grandpa, not his dad. Yeah. And but he's, they keep referencing that. My son, Donkey Kong, or my dad, Cranky Kong. Like, mm-hmm. But that's not how it is. He's, there's a generation in between. But that's not really important. They, they didn't want to in, drag the story out another twenty minutes, including right. another <laughs> Donkey Kong character, Donkey Kong origin story. Yeah, but no, it it was good. It, it had its funny moments. It felt like an Illumination movie for yeah, sure. You got your little goofy minion-y jokes, and I'm like, but I mean, the story was there. Toad was great. I mean, oh he yeah, did a great job with that with all the mm-hmm. different toads. Keegan Michael Key, unrecognizable as that voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't even tell it was him. Uh, yeah, all the voice actors are good. And Mario, I, I could take her like as Chris take Pratt. Her, yeah. It didn't need to be Chris Pratt, but yeah, I like that they included uh, Charles, Charles Martinet as like his dad and yes. the guy it, and the Wrecking yeah. Crew, like the original guy yeah. from Wrecking he's Crew. He's playing the, yeah. the arcade game, and he's like. Yahoo! 
That's the underwater theme. That was Pokemon. I was going to do the superstar thing, but I couldn't think of that music. All right. Until next time, drink, drink up, up and, and geek, out. geek out. Geek out. <laughs>